everyone like is learning but we're all here for the same reason we're all here for a good time you know no one's prim and proper everyone just wants to have fun i think that's the whole point of golf that's what should be the point of golf you know Welcome back to another episode of Positive AF Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree DaCosta, and I am in conversation today with Merlin John. She is the founder of Bia Golf Apparel Company, and she is on a mission to bring a feeling of strength and independence through her apparel, a statement of empowerment. In Merlin's words, Bia, a force to reckon with. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Positive AF Podcast. I'm your host, Des DeCosta, and today I'm here with an amazing guest. Today I have Merlin John. She is the founder of Bia Original Golf Apparel Company. She is also one of the creators of We The Beat, a huge music promoter in Las Vegas. And lastly, she runs Root Schemes, a music blog. Needless to say, Merlin is doing so much notable work in the community and has a great story to tie it all together. Merlin, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for being here. How are you feeling? I'm pretty excited and pretty nervous at the same time. (laughs) It comes with the territory. No problem. You got this. I mean, you're what everything that I just mentioned just speaks for itself. So I'm already extremely excited to speak with you because you are doing so many things and I would love to see, uh, we're going to talk about how you tie it all together and where your passion comes from. But before we get to that, what is something that you're grateful for right now? Um, it would have to be my parents um, just because they're, my dad especially, just because he's someone who's just worked hard all his life like nothing well especially when like I was younger and when he was younger nothing was ever easy for him and just to get to where he is today like I just respect him so much so I'm grateful for my dad thank you so much for saying that and sharing that because my family and my parents also are my foundation they are the reason why I am the person I am. And I'm, I, every opportunity I get, I like to plug my parents too. But, <laughs> you know, it's, um, it's a very rare thing, though, to have, you know, our parents still and to be grateful for that, for, for them to be, you know, positive influences in our lives. And I'm just every day, I don't take that for granted. And it makes me so happy to that you just mentioned gratitude for our parents. So dude, that is the best way to start and makes me think of just my parents. So heck yeah, we're off to a very amazing start here. So Merlin, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me who are you and how did you get involved with all of these different companies and groups? Ooh, all right. Where do we go? <laughs> Loaded question. We can start from the beginning. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Great question. Um, so I grew up in, in um, I was born in Vegas, but I grew up in a small town in Mesquite. 
um, just an hour away. But over there, like I played golf, um, like all through like high school, middle school, like that's, that's who I was, the golf girl, played golf, I was in band, I was that girl. Um, So music was a big part of my life, golf was a big part of my life. Um, Outside of golf, like I was just, I didn't hang out with friends and just kind of sticking with my family and my cousins who were like my best friends, you know? Yeah, I totally got you on that. So you grew up in Mesquite. At what point did you move to Vegas? Um, after high school. So like, uh, what is that, 19 or 18? Uh, whenever you graduated yeah. high school. Did you move by yourself? Um, well, yeah, but I moved in with my family over there. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. But still, then- that must have been a huge transition from like you know where you were uh, originally like born and raised and then moving to the big city type of change it wasn't really for me yeah <laughs> uh, just because like I felt like I was always close to family so it really wasn't that big uh, big of a difference like I always knew Vegas I would always come to Vegas right. I have so family in Vegas so I'm just like all right the only difference for me was like, oh, shoot, like a big city. I am excited. New faces. I am excited. Like yeah. more culture. Let's freaking go. Like that was, <laughs> that was what I was ready for. And that's what I wanted more of. You um, know what? I can totally relate to you on that because I'm from Hawaii. I moved mm-hmm. out when I was 16 and I moved out. I was 16, but then a year after that, when I was 17, I got, I got a wild hair and I was like, hey, I want to move to Vegas. So I moved to Vegas when I was 17 and a half. And I also I wasn't scared. I didn't look back. I didn't even get homesick for like the <laughs> longest time because I was like, yeah, big city. Let me go. I'm like young and free and let's do this. And <laughs> so I totally see where you're coming from. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> home is always there. Like, I mean, that's the way I've always seen it. Like, if you get homesick, if you miss home, you can always go back. Mm-hmm. Like, you're never going to experience like a new city if you never go and try it out. Like, you're going to you always have like that what if moment. So I feel that's like that's one thing go- that I think is a huge growth. Um, like something that could really propel your growth forward is just dropping yourself in a big city or somewhere that is different, you know, Mm -hmm. somewhere that you kind of need to reinvent yourself, make a name for yourself. And, you know, it's not the norm of how you grew up. So it it shifts your mindset a little bit more into thinking like, okay, um, what is out there for me? Really? There are no security security blankets for me out here necessarily or at least that was my mindset like I moved away from Hawaii so that I could grow so that I could get away from the security and comfortability of my parents and Mm -hmm. I love them they gave me everything but I did feel that I was not allowing myself to grow because I knew I had all of that and so that's one of the biggest things I'd say whenever somebody's like hey I'm thinking about moving here like 
yeah, you're my friend. I'm going to miss you. But hey, on the on the flip side, that could be a really cool thing for you. Yeah, I mean, and you never know, like that might make your like relationship or whatever even better because like you're going to miss each other. But then when you guys connect again, the next time you're going to be like, yo, you never knew what happened. Like, let me yeah. tell you about the story. And then they'll yeah. be like, yo, but let me tell you about the story. Like, you never know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, you never really. It's like a, the one big spontaneous adventure. And that's mm-hmm. one thing that is not only apparent for moving to a new city, but I mm-hmm. think traveling too, just the idea of traveling and dropping yourself into an unknown territory is having that open-mindedness, but also ability to adapt. It will definitely take you a long way and allow you to have a better time versus just being um, non-flexible or you know, ex- having certain expectations of how things will go. Definitely. No, I couldn't agree with So... Let's get into um, some of the things that you're dabbling in. So Bia, the golf apparel company. Tell me about how that came to fruition. Bia started, again, I started golfing when middle school, well, actually younger than middle school. I started in elementary school. And starting in elementary school, I you don't really have golf apparel when well, at that time, it kind of changes, but yeah, I want to make apparel for the youth and for more women, but that's the goal for it. Just because I was thinking back and I was like, the clothes that I was wearing is, it was, you know, it was, it was comfortable and, but it was just there, but I was like, when I go to stores now, it's just like golf apparel now. It's just more towards men rather. You see more stuff leaning towards more um, men clothing. And I was just like, there's not a lot of options for women, but now it's changing. Like you see a lot of companies that are trying to like make a lot of women clothing, but I just hope that like I can help with the youth for that. I, I see what you're saying. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not super familiar with the sport of golf or the culture behind golf, but I do see that it's predominantly uh, a male-dominated industry or sport. Um, and with that being said, it, the, the apparel and the culture coming off of it would be catered toward men. So when you first started, you saw that there was a gap in what was offered to males and females, and you wanted to almost bridge that gap with your apparel company for, um, and I know you offer a whole line of products, but you specifically cater towards women. Is that correct? Basically, yeah. I mean, right now it's like unisex just to, because I'm just starting out, Um, but and the future I'd like to make more women and youth. What do you think makes your company unique or your products unique versus what else is out there? But I want to sell more of a feeling than the clothing. Bia has a slogan, a motto, um, and it's a force to reckon with. Um, And I got that from the name Bia herself. So Bia is a goddess. 
And she's a goddess of power. She's a goddess of force. She's a goddess of might. And so, and this is from like Greek mythology, but I don't want to just make merch clothing that just makes you look good on the course or that's just like luxurious or whatever. Um, I want to make merch that's like, yo, like that girl's like hitting bombs on the driveway and like she doesn't care if you're looking at her, like she's still doing her own thing. Like, or like a lot of people are like looking at her and she's like coming to the range by herself, but she doesn't care if you're looking at her kind of thing, you know, like she's a force to reckon with. I feel that heavily. It's almost as if it is a statement of empowerment wearing the clothes that from, from Bia. It's like exactly. a statement of empowerment and as, as an individual but also as a collective, it's you're buying into a community that feels the same way. I totally see it. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, tell me more about like, you know, you said that you, this started when you were in elementary school, but you really launched it recently. Is that correct? Yeah, um, we just went live in like literally this year in uh, February. Um, mm-hmm so yeah it's all it's a baby it's uh yeah. it's all that's cool um so what is what is your website by the way oh website is uh www.beaclothing.com you got it and do you do all the designs and everything for that so the designs my friend um charlotte helped me out with that and then um I there we have a local um embroidery screen printing in Vegas called Print Lab and they've been like they've been so helpful and like doing all the work for the shirts so shout shout out to Print Lab yep (laughs) (laughs) all right that's so sick um as I'm speaking with you I'm also on your guys's Instagram just totally checking you guys out right now at Bia Original. That's at B-I-A Original. And dude, you guys look fantastic or everything on here looks great. Like I'm not even a golfer, but I'm like, I want that. I want to buy that. And we have regular shirts too. You know, we got tanks, we got hats. You don't even have to be a golfer, you know. Yeah. Yeah, dude. All right. So I want to know, like, how does this tie in with the other side of what you do, which is the music <laughs> and music blogging, promoting? How, how does that tie in? So Root Schemes came first. Okay. Um, because I'm going to be honest, I didn't really have the balls to do Bia. <laughs> um, but... But that's okay. This is the process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, the music blog came first and um, it connects because uh, like what you were saying um, earlier, um, bridging the gap. So I want to connect music with golf, if that makes sense. So like, I don't want it just to be like, 
golf just to be known as like this traditional luxurious brand that like old people play all the time like I want it to be known as like a youthful sport you know like with like how basketball is known for like you think of like LeBron James and like hip-hop artists and so that's where I'm bringing music and for golf and like I'm like trying to combine artists with golf and like make golf look kind of just make it look more cultural and like more fun in a way you know, that's a really interesting approach because I I would say golfing has a certain, um, there's a certain aspect around it that makes it almost seem inaccessible to certain people mm-hmm. because of the nature of it. Like I could go around the corner and my neighborhood has a basketball court, a tennis court, um, you know, there's a grassy field area you could play soccer on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if there's I mean, a public golf course, you know, and I don't yeah. believe that there is. Um, and so there are some accessibility issues as far as who can play the sport and who grew, grew up around it. Um, and I think that creates almost a, a polarization of like people who feel like they know and can connect to the sport itself I think what you're doing is you're trying to bring that to people you're trying to make it accessible you're trying Mm -hmm. to make it um, a little bit more digestible as far Mm -hmm. as who feels like they can even connect with the culture it's not just a bunch of like rich white old dudes playing Mm -hmm. the sport like we can all pick up a golf club and get on the field and have fun I see. No, absolutely right. Because it's just like, you're absolutely right. Um, people think of golf and they think rich, white, old people playing golf yeah. on a private course. Like, that's really what they think. But you can actually, like, go play on a public course. Or you can, like, there's another um, a group in Las Vegas that I just, like, recently joined. Mm-hmm. And why I like going, like, I literally go... I make sure I go to this event once a month just to go to these events because they're just so fun. I meet faces I've never met before. I met people that I see like at these events at least just once a month just to go play a round of golf. And it's just nine holes. It's at different courses. Shout out to Random Golf Club. But like the whole point is like no one's a pro at golf. Like everyone's new. Everyone like is learning but we're all here for the same reason we're all just here for a good time you know no one's prim and proper everyone just wants to have fun and I think that's the whole point of golf that's the that's what should be the point of golf you know yes dude that makes so much sense oh my god and yes shout out to random golf club jr we see you (laughs) you out there doing your thing but (laughs) um no, dude, uh, I have yet to go to my first random golf club meeting, but I do see what is happening there and, and what you're doing with your company and how people are taking it into their own hands because there has been a cultural disconnect with the sport. I didn't even know. You just mentioned that there are public golf courses. So 
that's really cool too. You don't need a, um, like you don't need a membership or a, you know, private golf club, club access. So that is good to know. The more uh, you know. No? Yeah, <laughs> the more you know. Uh, I know it doesn't, it's not the same, but I'm going mini golfing tonight. I don't think it's the same, but. No, you know what? Like, golfing. I suck at mini golfing. So I just, I'm just always like, oh, mini golf. And then I'm just like, you know, like, I, I just suck at mini golfing. Like, that's <laughs> the worst part of my game. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm so good at mini golf. Like, yeah. I'm telling my boyfriend, like, I'm going to beat you at mini golf you just watch that's the only reason why we're going because I talk so much shit and I'm like I'm gonna beat you but you know we'll see uh but like if I go to the driving range or like top golf or the actual golf course I don't count on me dude I'm the worst so you're like the tiger woods of mini golf yes oh my <laughs> god thank you so much I'm gonna tell my boyfriend that see I'm the tiger woods of, of mini golf boom what you gonna do about it <laughs> <laughs> oh man um okay so you are also with we the beat and yes. we talked about how music and um your golf apparel company kind of mesh together mm-hmm. having this vibe this energy around it's greater than the the product or what you put out there it's this community that you're building um, yeah. and you're part of We The Beats. Could you tell us a little bit about who or what We The Beat is and what it is exactly that you do for We, we The Beat? So um, I'm, I'm just an ambassador. Um, I help like promote like shows, um, concerts they have uh, whenever whenever they do something, whenever I pay attention <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Whenever there's something happening at We The Beat, that's like, they're, they're just like, hey, this is happening. Like, let's go kind of thing. Um, but We The Beat is just like awesome. They're here in Las Vegas. They're here in Santa Barbara, I believe. And they just do, they bring out like new artists that are just up and coming, um, especially like new indie artists that like, they'll bring up like someone new this year or is going to be like someone popping next year. So like you want to go to their shows because you'll be in, you'll be in the now basically like you'll, you'll be a step ahead before everybody else kind of thing. And I've been following you guys since, I don't know, for like maybe three or four years now. The beginning. And you guys have a, an email newsletter blog. And mm-hmm. I will say I have not personally subscribed too many of these email newsletters because my inbox is already like okay let me not do that but we the beat emails whenever I get them I'm like very excited to open them up and read what is going on and the best content ever and I'm a I'm a I'm all about music dude I'm also a DJ and I go out to these events that there's so many events going on in Vegas that you have to kind of pick and choose your battles. So that is why I look forward to learning about what's going on in the city so that I can, you know, make an informed decision as to what events I go to. So we, the beat, I mean, you guys not only have an email, an amazing online blog, 
you guys do ticket sales, promotions, uh, an amazing Instagram, social media page. Like it really is the central, for me anyway, the central hub for music and finding out what to do in the city and in Southern California. Okay, so we're almost done, but you have so much going on. You have uh, mentioned, you've come, we kind of touched on it, but we didn't really dive into it. Root Schemes, that's your music blog, aside from We The Beat. It's totally separate, but tell me about that. Uh, that music blog. Um, okay, uh, started around COVID. Uh, same time I joined We The Beat, uh, and at first, I didn't really know what direction I was going to go with the music blog because I just wanted to make a page where I could share music. Didn't really know what I was doing with it. I just wanted a page where I could share music. That's all I was, that's all I wanted to do. So I was just, at first I was just sharing like mainstream artists and all that stuff. Uh, Later on, I just kind of focused more on like like, okay, this is the new R&B artist. This is the new blah, blah, blah artist. And all that stuff and then it was um max from we the beat he's just like you know why you should like do local artists because like why not um and then i was just like oh that'd be cool that'd be interesting and he's like yeah there's not a lot of pages out there that are doing it i'm like no you're absolutely right and i don't see why not so i started looking into local artists here in Vegas and um I mean that's been fun because I already like looking up new music so looking up artists it was just like a dive and like finding all these local art musicians that was just holy cow what would you say is your favorite kind of music events to go to um 100%. Which ones? <laughs> R&B. R&B. R&B? Okay. Where do you find a lot of R&B music playing in Vegas? Um, I mean, like, I can find jazz music easy. Like, I just go to a, a lounge. But uh, yeah. when it comes to R&B music, I'm very picky. And I have to go. I only go if it's an artist that I like. So, yeah. Nice. I love house music. I've listened to house music since I was like, shoot, like 12 years old. Just that was the first time I got my my first laptop. And I was like, just looking and exploring and trying to see what else was out there. Because, you know, I was born and raised in Hawaii. We have (laughs) like the same radio stations that catch out there. The same 20 top 40 whatever songs that play on repeat and to to a degree I was like get me out of here like I I need something fresh and then I got my laptop I found house music and well it was at the same time it was house trance uh, a little bit of techno but what I fell in love with was house music and to this day that's what I love to spin that's what I love to go and fine, but I like the OG classic or garage house, uh, piano house, melodic house music. That's that's right up my alley, dude. 
And Who's your favorite uh, house DJ? Ooh, DJ Fergie is amazing. I also love DJ Lima. Um, man, there's so many to, to mention. Chris Garcia, <laughs> Chris Garcia is dope with the Frenchies. That's the the music duo. The DJ duo is the Frenchies, and then Chris Garcia is one half of the Frenchies. This is like super mainstream, but I'm only mentioning him because he is an OG, and I just went to EDC a couple weeks ago, so I feel like I'm high off of that buzz of Cascade. Oh, shit, yeah. Cascade, Sunrise Set, EDC, Sunday, well, in this case, it was like already Monday morning. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It was like the most melodic. It was housey. It was a little bit of tech house but it was with the sunrise and all these zombie strangers around me, like, you know, <laughs> kind of like still drunk and it's like 7 a.m. Yeah. Amazing. Would not have missed that for my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I have to check out the, the other, uh, the three you mentioned earlier. Uh, yeah. Is Lima and Fergie. Yeah. Yeah, I have to check this out. Yeah, I, dude, oh my God. So um, what is today? It's Friday. So the other day on Wednesday, it was my boy's Angelo's. It was his birthday. And mm-hmm. so we went on this birthday crawl. And he basically, he is a, he was a DJ too. He played, he headlined um, EDC one year. And he was in another DJ duo called Peace Treaty. So he wanted to go out for his birthday. And we're like, all right, let's do it. So first we went to Circa Stadium Swim. So the <laughs> day, day party there. They uh-huh. started super early. I came like midday, whatever. Then we went to dinner at Kasi Beach House. Kasi is another place that always features amazing Las Vegas artists. And mm-hmm. But it's like a mellow. Have you ever been there? No, I haven't. I actually haven't heard of that place. Okay, so it's in the Virgin Hotel we need to go okay. house. it has like a really cool mediterranean vibe oh. um but they also feature uh djs on a daily basis really but only in the evening so then it goes from like regular restaurant to the evening is like you're it's still a restaurant not a club or anything but it's like chill music that you could eat to and then after that we went to on the record on the record karaoke in karaoke one room it was so (laughs) sick and then after that we went to the library event at marquee so the library event happens every wednesday it's like almost an underground scene it's the most intimate space if you've ever been to the library it is a very small space compared to like regular marquee it's inside of marquee so it's like you get that almost boiler room type of vibe where there's the dj set up in the middle and then everybody surrounds the dj so you it's like a heartbeat you know there's they're the center of what's happening and then everybody just vibes to the music so that's that's yeah that's where like dj lima played last and he he's one of the creators of that event. So um, I hope I'm not like, I think that's right. If it's, if that's not right, I'll edit that out. 
But anyway, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's one of the creators of the event. So he played there on Wednesday. He's a usual suspect. And I've seen DJ Fergie play, um, I think it was like Omnia, or he plays some of the like largest nightclubs in Vegas. And he also at one point played in the library too. But anyway, now I'm just rambling. So you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Las Vegas has so many outlets for music. I'm just so passionate about it. I feel the same way about music. Once I start talking about it, then I'll just, you know, no control. Yeah, dude. Okay, so what's your favorite venue? Ooh, I mean, it was the bunkhouse. And then... Oh my god, don't even get me started. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, uh, I did see SZA. Oh shit, where did I see SZA? The place where I saw SZA, that was just... That was a total different vibe. I really had a good time there. I can't freaking remember. Was that the final or was that the joint shit? Hmm. I don't. I don't remember. It was small. It was intimate. Like, but like, I don't know why. It was a freaking good time. I mean, like, I think I just have like a thing for like small venues. That's my fear. I don't care if I'm standing the whole night or whatever. Like, I just have. Like, I'm always like, I have to go to a concert. And if it's a concert, it has to be small. It has to be this kind of thing because like, I know I'm gonna enjoy myself there. Where if I go to like a big old concert, like it's like a different feeling, you know? Like, I don't know, like, I don't know. So far I've enjoyed myself way more at small places than bigger places. So I'm just like, yo, it's a vibe. (laughs) It is a vibe. Um, I definitely see that as well. Uh, even if it's a big venue, I hate if it's extremely packed. Like I was at Zook nightclub last, this past weekend, and it actually was the best because it was only like, I don't know, whatever, 50% capacity. Um, Mm -hmm. I've also been there when it's shoulders to shoulder, you're basically almost getting into fights every three people that you pass because you are you know trying to kindly shimmy your way to the other side of the club but it's still like way packed like sardines and you can't even enjoy the music as much yeah Yeah, I've I've heard that actually yeah but oh man um all right so we are coming to a close this has been a long but amazing honestly I could talk to you for hours I feel like (laughs) I feel like we just talk about music and you would not even feel the time pass so I want to thank you so much (laughs) I want to thank you so much for jumping on with me but before we sign off I want to make sure that we have plugged everything that you're working on um, so where can people find you yourself? I have an Instagram. Instagram is at Merlin like the wizard. Um, TikTok. Uh, also Merlin like the wizard. Yeah, that's it. Awesome. Merlin like the wizard. So <laughs> it's Merlin like the wizard. We already got we the beat down. We got Bia original. And the last one was Root Schemes. And all of those are your handles as well. That's right? 
That's right. All right. Merlin, thank you so much for being an amazing guest. I seriously had so much fun on this episode with you. I hope to chat with you again soon and like we can definitely we'll see each other at an event hopefully um yeah if we can go yeah. to RTC then we'll have to go to the Virgin Hotel or something yes I'm not even kidding I'm really not even kidding um <laughs> I'm actually let me like say this again I'm really surprised we haven't met before especially since bunkhouse like Dude, I used to go to the bunkhouse every opportunity I could, but maybe we maybe we ran into each other and we just didn't like officially meet. Yeah, that's probably that's actually very true. That could happen. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I'm gonna stop the recording. Bye guys. Thank you so much for lending me your time today. If you found a moment of Zen through this episode, I kindly ask that you leave a review on iTunes so that this message might reach more people. For daily positivity and to join a community of awesome humans, follow us on Instagram at ThePositiveAF.